0: Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. This is Join Us with Jen, and I'm Jennifer Griego.
1: And I climb like hell through the brush and the bramble. Hey, even though I had my doubts, told myself don't look down. And I turned that hill into a pile of gravel It was only a mountain. A more,
0: who's yeah, that's only a mountain. So uh that song was The Mountain by Dirks Bentley's. Uh Dirks has a connection to cystic fibrosis because um his best friend Jordan passed away from CF. Um and he did write a song about Jordan, but this is a song that I thought related to me very well, so I wanted to use that. Today I am really excited for this podcast. I'm talking to R.J.C. and Cerullo and Case Kemper, and my dad's here, but he doesn't really matter. Um, kind of love the respect I guess. <laughs> We're going to be talking about um, their the show that these guys are starting called Moving Forward, um, and we'll get into that a little bit. But R.J. kind of created this idea of going out to people and kind of learning how to do things, <coughs> and I will have them like elaborate on that. But really quickly, you guys are in Colorado right now hunting. Well, why don't you say
2: who, who RJ is, because RJ? people will oh, know yeah. who his parents are.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, See, that's
2: what happens, RJ, is on this podcast, it. parents get absolutely no credit that's okay. whatsoever. It's not about them. No acknowledgement. It's like I don't exist. So she's totally dissing your parents.
0: Ralph and Vicky Oh no. Um Central is RJ's parents. Yeah. RJ's parents. <laughs> yeah. And they're great I haven't hung out with them that much. Timmy hung out with them a lot when he was like seven. He had a trip with Hoppy, oh my gosh, it's like full
3: circle.
2: It is. There's a lot of history there. Because, Case, how old were you? you? You don't remember. Timmy Timmy was uh, eight, and Timmy's now 15 and a half. And how old are you, Case?
4: I am 19.
2: So, let's see. Let's do the Trying math. And do map <laughs> so map there? Seven <laughs> and a half years so you, were, <laughs> you were like, uh, yeah, 12 or 11 and a half, depending on when your birthday is. But, yeah, you were a little fart, and so was Timmy. And uh, Timmy sort of started the. Uh, The griego tradition of going out hunting with the kempfers and the story on that by the way was i I felt bad because i hadn't taken timmy on a hunting trip yet and i asked then seven-year-old timmy what do you want to go hunting for and he said i want to go to africa and hunt for lions and i said okay buddy how about Mm -hmm. if we scale that back a little bit and don't do a 21 day safari (laughs) anything here in the united states you might want to do he goes how about alligators so i was like cool so i called gustavo arvello and you know him case don't you Yes, sir, Dr. Gus. yes, Doctor <laughs> Gus. Ever since you were a little kid, I think you've known him. And I called him and he goes, yes, Oh, you sir. gotta go hunt go hunt with my buddy Hoppy Kempfer at Osceola outfitters So I think that we've we did that and I think we've been out there like eight or nine times since then, either with your dad hunting for alligators, um uh turkeys or with the wounded warrior outdoors and Ron raboud hunting for alligators, turkeys, um And hogs, and Jennifer's going out in October, so.
0: Yeah, I'm the only one who hasn't hunted with Hoppy. I met him, but I haven't hunted with him. And only one who hasn't gotten a gator, so it's fine. It's (laughs) alright. We're gonna change Uh, it in October.
4: You're, uh, yeah, that's right. You're coming in October about 13th or 14th, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, um, actually I drew a personal, uh, tag for an alligator.
2: Nice. On a really,
4: really good piece of property. And, uh, you know, if, if you're striking out with my dad and Ron, <laughs> uh, you know, my my gator tag is your gator tag, and you're more than welcome to use this. If it's open to you.
2: Oh, man, that's uh, too kind.
4: But it's okay. Which, you know, I, I really appreciate all the support you give, the Window Warriors and Ron Rebu, and, uh, you know, just to show my appreciation, you know, it's, it's the least I could do. Oh. So uh, if, if you're striking out on private property, you know, I got a really good place I drew that's on state property, and it's... <laughs> it's amazing dang well thank you that's so nice that is super hopefully kind I I, hopefully nice. we
2: won't need to use it. i'd love to see you get a great big gator of mm-hmm. your own now you grew up doing that with your dad how many alligators have you shot in your life
4: you know i haven't really shot a whole lot um the biggest one i've actually taken was this past year uh rj and i went out and uh <laughs> filmed, filmed or basically our first episode and uh uh, I think mine was ten foot two, and RJ's was pushing eleven foot. Wow! But uh, yeah, I've right only right killed, under. yeah, I've only I've only killed about, i five or six he only, which you know it, 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 it is a lot. But uh, you know, growing growing up on the ranch and all that, you know, just I was more excited about the deer hunting and the hog hunting mm-hmm. than I mm-hmm. was the, the alligators. You know, like I, like still right now, I'm a huge fan of deer hunting, but you know. I, I just basically
3: helped
2: dad guide for the alligators, and that's that's just as much fun for me. Yeah, that's awesome. That is a lot of fun. Um, it was a big deal when Timmy got his when he was eight, eight. and um, it was funny. Your dad was heckling him because we had he was having Timmy shoot his his gun at twenty five yards, and it was a two seventy short mag. And I'd had him yeah. practicing <laughs> quite a bit with. Um, he was practicing with a pellet gun uh, on a scope here, and I was having him shoot balloons. And I got to where he was hitting probably about a two to two-and-a-half-inch diameter balloon at 40 yards of the pellet gun, like eight out of ten times. So your dad sets up the target and has him shoot at 25 yards, and he puts two bullets in the same hole, and your dad grabs the gun out of his hand and goes, give me that gun, you little punk, or something <laughs> like that. It, it, was, it was fun. Oh, Tim. He started him off heckling Timmy, and he had a ball in that deal. What
3: so, did Ralph and Vicky yeah, call
0: him? Was- Hammerhead?
2: Yeah, your dad called him Hammerhead, R.J., 'Cause he first he first um met him the day that he killed his alligator and uh Ralph was picking on him, you know. Timmy was a little fart. And he was he was small for, for eight and your dad's going, What'd you do? You shot an alligator and, and he goes, Now what are you gonna do? And he goes, I'm gonna catch a hammerhead shark. So your dad started calling him Hey Hammerhead Hey Hammerhead <laughs> And he went out uh, and took him to took him down by um I guess close to um Cocoa Beach and took Timmy out and he caught like eight or nine sharks, including a couple hammerheads. One quick story, and then, th- awesome. then we'll get on to your guys' deal. But Timmy, I, I chartered the boat. I asked Timmy when he was done because he shot a hog and he shot an alligator with your dad in one day <clears throat> with Hoppy. And I said, all right, Timmy, you're done. We can go to Disney World and go uh, do that if you want to. And he goes, no, I want to go shark fishing. <laughs> I'm like, that's my boy. <laughs> that's we,
3: don't awesome. need,
2: we don't need the crowds yeah. or anything. So I chartered the deal and I told him that we were going to fish all day and we met the guide at like five forty-five in the morning and went out and Timmy caught a bunch of fish and I wasn't fishing everything that we hooked we let Timmy reel it in and stuff and I think it was six o'clock at night and the guide goes uh all right Timmy reel them up time to head in and Timmy whips his head around like he got hit with a bullwhip he goes hey <laughs> I thought you said we were fishing all day <laughs> the kids ate they've been fishing for 12 hours and he was just totally upset that he couldn't keep fishing he goes there's still sunlight Anyway. That's <laughs> Timmy.
0: That's a very Timmy story. That kid is a badass fisherman right there. <laughs> uh, no, <but> he <laughs> loves fishing. Even when he's injured with his elbow, he still wanted to go fishing, but That's right. not allowed. Um, well, like I said, you guys are in Colorado right now hunting antelope and elk. Is that right?
4: Yeah, we actually uh, both, uh, RJ and I both got a bear tag as well.
0: Oh, cool. Awesome. In case you got an antelope, didn't you?
4: Yes I did. I got an antelope yesterday. Awesome.
2: With your bow?
4: With my bow, that is correct.
2: That's is that your first antelope with a bow?
4: Oh that's yes sir. that's my first antelope ever. That's actually the uh the closest one I've actually been to. All the other ones, you know, wouldn't come in about two hundred yards away.
2: Yeah, wow. it's tough to have a pin for that.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> well that's awesome. Congratulations, that's a big accomplishment with a bow. Thank you, thank you. That's great. Well, let's RJ. Let's let RJ talk a little bit and not me. Oh, so. gee,
0: thank God. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> I, I enjoy listening.
0: It's okay. No one else does. Um, so
2: I <laughs> uh, gotta love the respect.
0: <laughs> for that. Yeah, RJ, just talk a little about a little bit about like moving forward and kind of how you came up with the idea for the show.
2: Well, originally,
4: it was just going to be me, and uh, it was it was the whole idea of just basically this young man going out, admitting that I have no, I have no clue really what I'm doing out in the outdoors, other than what I've learned from my parents, which is go hunting, thumb rifle, mostly white-tailed deer. And uh, I, I kind of want to get out of that whole just hunting aspect, but rather go all outdoors. I actually went to three different areas where one was back in Illinois, and I, I learned how to trap coyotes specifically, more mm-hmm. so, by a man named Dave Munch. I went to Maryland to learn how to stingray, or sting stingray. And then I went to North Carolina with a man named Jack Sattelmeyer. And he taught me how to actually forge spike hawks and different tomahawks and stuff like that.
2: Oh, cool. And then
4: I think it was this last summer or two or a year ago. Sorry, I don't remember exactly when it was. But we were down in Florida. And my parents were watching Kate and I screw around. <laughs> and they realized that well, whenever we're together, I I come out a little bit more. And I just kind of kind of have fun more so than be serious and uh from now on out, we just kind of decided to bring case one board and <laughs> it's been a blast ever
3: since by that.
2: Oh, that's awesome! awesome. You, so cool. You guys have been friends and doing stuff together since since when? How old were you when you first started hanging out together?
4: Yeah, what were we? Three, RJ, two or three? I'd probably say little, little, little guys. <laughs> Dang. Waddling around, getting ready to shoot animals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's always fun. Those memories are always a blast.
2: And what's the history of um, uh, your parents, Ralph and Vicky, going down to to hunt uh, with the Kempfers? Was it was it an episode on their show? What was the oris- original thing?
4: Well, original? Uh, oh, oh I, I was talking to Dad about that yesterday, actually, and uh, he said he got he met up with Ralph and Vicky. They were actually down doing an off deal with turkey hunt on the, the neighboring ranch. Okay. The uh, Deseret Ranch. Well, the Deseret Ranch rules state that you know when you're turkey hunting, you can only turkey hunt until about two p.m. Right, and then you're done for the mm-hmm. day. But on our private ranch and uh, state laws, we can legally hunt them all day until they roost. Mm-hmm. So when Dad first started his business about twenty-five years ago, uh, he started running hunts and found out found out about. Ralph and Vicky me to kill and off steal a turkey. And then he met up with Ralph and Vicky on the desert Ranch, invited them to come turkey hunting on the Kemper Ranch. And ever since then, they've been coming back every year. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the year, they've been coming back about two times a year, three times yeah. a year. And <laughs> it, just, it just kept going on and on. That's and awesome. That cool. And
2: they do like a staff retreat thing there or something, don't they, RJ, where they take the employees of the show and let them hunt for turkeys or alligators or hogs or whatever. I'm yeah. not sure what Yeah. They-
4: yes, sir. We, uh, we'll, we'll normally take some sponsors down once a year. Mm-hmm. So we haven't done that in a while, I believe. But, uh, there's that. We used to have a posse bash where all the people in our posse, or the people that were, were, were to film for us, we right. would actually go down there. We did it one year, two years believe, And, uh, we all just kind of have a good time, go hang out, and I mean, every time you go down, uh, down there with the Tempers, it's just, it's a family-based thing. Everybody there loves you, Everybody, everybody's just going to people, and it's just, it's a great time.
3: Okay. It's not just
4: hunting, but the whole adventure and the experience that you get.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we can certainly vouch for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Best, like, I cannot wait to go down in October and hunt um, gators down there. I'm so excited. And especially because, like, especially down there and with a lot of hunters it's just so much fun to hang out with them and tell stories and just spend time with everyone because you have so much to relate to and it's just so fun hanging out with all of
2: them and jennifer has mm-hmm. she's done enough trips with the Wounded warrior outdoors guys that she knows a lot of them and you know how much fun it is those guys are always flipping crap to oh each yeah. other and picking on each other oh, yeah. and heckling and she fits <laughs> right in with that it's just it's great <laughs> <laughs> yeah
4: yeah that's non-stop there yeah never enough. ends
2: and we should do a shout-out oh, for no. Case on his his deal. Case, you were quite the the sharpshooter on some yeah, of yeah. the competitions down there. Um, which ones? Did, uh, there was a long-range one where you were shooting 1,000 yards. Is that right?
3: Yes. yes, sir.
2: And you won that one a couple years in a row, didn't you?
4: Uh, I won the stagecoach uh, a couple years in a row. Uh, that was the when you're riding in the back of a side-by-side with an ar 15 And uh, your face is backwards, and they're driving, and you're shooting these targets on these fences. And they have about, I think they had about 30 targets. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you had a chance to buy an extra 10 rounds, uh, or you could just stick to the regular 30-round magazine. But I've won, I won that uh, two years ago, and then this past year, my mom's team actually won.
2: Really?
4: uh, Yeah, she she thank everybody in, in a BB gun force. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I, and I could not shoot a BB gun to save my life. And she... she oh, went out the first day. <laughs> <laughs> she, she went out the, the first day and was really worried about embarrassing herself. And I'm like, Mom, I'm like, you know, it ain't about embarrassing yourself. It's about, you know, having fun. And she went out and she did, she did all right. And then... The actual, you know, day came, the competition day, and she went through and she just smoked everybody. Really? And it was, it was, it, it was unbelievable to watch. I'm like, wow.
2: That's, that's exactly that's, why you never mess
4: with Miss Susan. <laughs> <That's>, absolutely. <laughs>
2: she probably got a lot of practice shooting you guys in the butt when you were running away from her after she told you to do something. Oh
4: yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Absolutely. No. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> I couldn't imagine mom shooting us with a BB gun. She probably would, though.
4: Just
2: kidding. I'd feel very safe if your mom was shooting at us with a BB gun. Whoa. She'd spend five minutes on... She'd be, like, safety on, oh, safety so off, safety on. She wouldn't know what to do. And
0: it's so funny. When my mom went down to go get her gator, they... Um, Hobby, like, hooked it and brought it up to the boat. And my mom... Just like went crazy and got the huge adrenaline rush, and she's like standing there, she's freaking out. She's like, uh the off, safety off, on, on, off. She couldn't like figure out how to work the gun. She totally forgot how to work the gun. She like, my dad like had to put the barrel down because like you can't look through the scope. It's like the gator's just right there. You basically just put the barrel to the head of the gator, and she just couldn't figure out like where to aim, like, like how to work the gun at all. It's so funny watching the video. She totally lost her mind. It was hilarious.
4: It's uh it is like you're saying. Uh, even I, you know, when I'm when I'm helping guide and everything, when you get a big alligator up to the side of the boat, your nerves go through the roof. Mm-hmm. And you know, mm-hmm. I've been doing it a long time and you know, I just run over the steps in my head what I'm supposed to do. And when the moment comes I always hesitate for a second, like, Okay, what do I do next? <laughs> and then, you know, I'll think of it real quick. But, you know, when when I actually had the bow in my hand with my alligator, it was really different because i wasn't so much worried about fighting the gainer i was more worried about wearing a the arrow
3: mm-hmm. and
4: that that really threw me for a loop because that was the first time i shot an alligator with a bow and just like just like your mom with that gun like mean, that I, I was fumbling around and it, you know everything wasn't clicking in my head mm-hmm. but it, it it is exciting i will tell you that you're going to have a blast come october
3: I'm so it, it is
4: absolutely thrilling i'm excited
0: I think my dad's trying to find the video. I'll, find I'll pull
2: it, it up in a minute. Go ahead I'll and go ahead and talk, but I'll find it. I'll play the audio for it. Your dad's laughing at her because she's totally freaking out. But it's
0: so funny. Wasn't it like on your guys' anniversary or something?
2: Yeah, uh, there's nothing like a redneck romance when you take your wife somewhere <laughs> to hunt alligators on your 20th anniversary or whatever it was. Oh
3: my gosh! Uh,
4: that's where it that, though.
2: That's right.
0: <laughs> okay, so while he tries to find the video. We're going to talk about the show again, real quick. So, what inspired you to come up with the idea for moving forward?
4: The, the biggest thing that inspired me was just kind of looking around today and seeing how a lot of these old trades are slowly dying, not only like trapping, but just forward literally everything in general. Hmm. And it, it, it's kind of disappointing to me. I've grown up in it,
3: hmm. and
4: I've, I've kind of seen it throughout my entire life. There are other kids that have as well but there's also a lot of kids that haven't experienced any of it, and I just I want to try to get that word out there a little bit more, not only in just, like, Second Amendment, not only just in tracking, not only in just literally one topic or two topics, I want to just get the whole outdoors. I want I hope to hopefully get as many people as I can back outdoors as possible.
0: Oh, I love that. Um, I did a podcast, like two podcasts ago, with a couple of my friends from school talking about how technology has kind of changed like society and how we like, communicate with people and stuff like that and one of the things we talked about was getting outdoors and obviously you don't have to be a hunter to get outdoors but I feel like so many things revolve around technology and TV and video games that people just don't get outdoors anymore and obviously what you're doing is like a big help to kind of show people like what it's like when you get out of your house and like stop staring at a screen
3: exactly
4: because I mean even not just when you go outdoors but like when you're sitting down at a bonfire with a whole bunch of friends don't be sitting there taking photos I mean, it's okay to take photos, but talk with them. Don't just sit there and Snapchat or text back and forth. Or if you're going on a date, just leave your phone in your pocket or in your vehicle whenever you go in. And just have a good talking relationship with whoever you talk to, whether it's a friendship, it's girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is. I think that's where it's at. So. And that's what people are losing. And that's the issue.
0: Can you come teach some Scottsdale people that? Because they don't understand that whole concept. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I live, at the city in Arizona, in case you didn't know that like Phoenix Scottsdale safety okay anyway if you lived here you probably would have got that but it's fine she Whatever. just did a podcast uh, a I
2: couple of weeks ago that. with her friends where all her senior high school girlfriends were talking about how lame guys are and how they don't talk anymore and everything is a snapchat and all this stuff so it's exactly what you were just saying oh, no. mm-hmm. I then she had know it's
4: a, nice when you have like FaceTime and stuff and I do where you can talk to people but I still, it's still so much better in person
0: yes on the same level, that's what I was saying. Did you find the video?
2: I did, yeah, I'll play it. This may run a little bit long, but um, yeah, I'm sure you'll recognize the voice here. Okay, so this is uh, Carol. So your your dad had hooked an alligator and we pulled it up to the side of the boat.
4: Yeah, I barely got it.
0: So Hoppy has the gator hooked. Like, Dad, you wanna explain that real quick to people?
2: Yeah, he's got him um, snagged in the tail, man. Well, you can grab this tail. Pulling up to yeah,
4: Just hold on and put pressure, but hold him there. I gotta get this hooked to The audio yeah, you want is put better. The rope
3: in it? Yeah.
2: Hoppy? So Hoppy's. Hoppy's firm. now pounding a treble hook into the tail of his well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Happy anniversary.
3: Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> this, is <really> <laughs> 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 this is fun.
4: Oh, you're going to come around here Ah! trying to bite me, aren't you? Oh
2: my God. Oh, he's biting the boat. Oh my God. Carol, get ready. No, no, wait, wait. When he comes up, right there. What do I do? Wait, wait. right in the head, honey. (laughs) Okay, wait.
3: I got this. Put
0: put it on safety? No, wait, what do I do? Hold on,
2: you're okay, you're okay, you're
0: okay. Okay, Come over here. You got to tell me when. I will, come over here. Oh my God. (laughs) Wait
3: a second, put it it on fire?
2: No, just wait a second.
3: (laughs) Oh my God.
2: We got all the time in the world. Oh Here. my god. Okay.
1: Oh my god. Here he is. Go ahead, baby. Okay, Shoot him. Watch Just this Put it on fire?
2: Yeah, get red. Right. Okay. Put it on fire. Wait, put it on fire. Watch out, Mike. He's yelling at Mike He's all the way, way. across yeah, the pond. Go. No, wait, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Keep your finger away from the trigger for a second. Okay. Hey, you're <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait till he's on. All right, here we go. Aim right in the eye. There. Right there. Now. Yep. Point, point now. it. Hey, right. Point go, it
3: go, at. Go. Go. Right go. Go. Here. Go. Yep. There ah, you go. That's <laughs> it. <baby. laughs> there you go. Woo! <laughs> 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 Her face. Elizabeth, you got him. Where it go, sister? That's the scariest oh. thing
2: ever. I didn't have it on record. <laughs> uh, Total redneck fun. Man. <laughs> I'm sure you guys, I'm sure you've heard your dad with his laugh like that many times, Case, but he's a kick.
0: Oh, absolutely. I can't wait to hang out with Hoppy. I've only, like, seen him a couple times, maybe, like, once.
2: So that's my recommendation, guys. If you do get married, when you get married, 20th anniversary, take your wife out, shoot an alligator. It's nothing. It's the best romance that there is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it looked like it. (laughs) Mom was freaking out.
2: So, RJ, what what are you doing next? Do you guys have, you already recorded some of these shows, you've already got the video for them, and you're putting them together to to approach a network, or where do you guys stand with that stuff?
4: Yes, sir. We uh, we have one video together where it's actually Case and I are being mentored by Hoppy about gator hunting,
3: awesome. and uh,
4: that's the only one that we have together so far, because I did the, the previous three by myself, so we're going to try to work those kind of together in a way. Mm-hmm. so we don't just waste the footage, but we're going to make a little a pilot and hopefully take it to some different networks and hopefully see what we can get there. But uh, other than that, I mean, we're we're just going to keep going at this, not only this, but Case and I are filming stuff right now, like the animal pod, possibly Elkin and hopefully a bear even, okay. uh, for archers Shorts in the church, when mom and dad, so we can hopefully get not only Case, but my face out there a little bit more,
2: mm-hmm. cool. just
4: so people start kind of recognizing us more, hopefully
2: you've been on the show quite a bit right
4: yes sir i remember
2: yes, sir. i remember you guys the the two of you plus fish your friend fish um For
4: friend on fish. uh
2: yeah on bear hunts i think up in canada right
4: yeah that was the uh the Alberta bear hunt uh oh yeah okay. yeah, yeah sorry the, sorry, the, the three that. amigos it was the three amigos hunt
2: yeah that <laughs> was fish i love that how's fish doing
4: He's doing good. He's actually in his uh, senior year of high school. Uh, he's playing football. He's got a bunch of highlight videos, and hopefully, he's going to set off and get picked up by college. But he's doing—he's doing really well.
2: Awesome. What positions he playing?
4: Uh, he is actually playing a lot of positions now. Um, he's at fullback. He plays middle linebacker, and he plays a little bit of defensive line.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Well, shout out to Fish, if he hears why, this. Why is his name Fish?
0: Is it actually Fish,
1: or does he oh, just go by he, Fish? It's the, uh, it actually a
4: pretty funny story. I, I never really knew it until I sat down and talked with him in high school. Uh, all those years of knowing him, I never really asked. But uh, when he was in kindergarten, they were thinking of nicknames, and he liked fishing, so he called himself Fish. And he, he called himself Fish by himself. No one else could call him Fish
3: <laughs> really? except
4: for him for like a year. But in the name, just stuff, I and mean, everyone knows my fish now. That's,
3: so that's funny. hilarious.
2: The third person just calling yourself fish, that's hilarious. Oh my yeah,
4: gosh. that's
0: hilarious. Oh, I hope I get to meet fish someday. He sounds like an interesting person.
2: Tell us about your antelope yesterday, case. Oh
4: yeah, I want his story. Tell us the story, man. That <laughs> that that was uh, a crazy actually. Um, we were we've been hunting here on Ralph and Mickey's ranch for antelope and elk. And uh, we've had a lot of pictures of Antelope on on his ranch, but every time we sat there, we've been seeing the bucks, but they would never come closer than about three or two or three hundred yards. And uh, I sat the first afternoon, and I saw him come out right at dark. And you know, I knew he wasn't going to come in. So the next day, uh, it was RJ's turn. Well, RJ sat all day, and. He saw the two does at the watering hole and he looked up and saw the buck sprinting from across the field from like six hundred yards away. And he said he got there, stopped at sixty yards, looked around, the doe started to walk off and the buck just followed the doe. Never got a drink of water or nothing.
2: Are they running right that now?
4: Went back and, um it, they're, they're starting they're starting to to go after does right now okay I'm so
2: yeah so they're following them around and chasing that type of stuff but i'm yeah. sorry so go yeah. ahead
4: but uh yeah that went on for yeah about I'll say about five or six days <coughs> uh sitting six, 15 hours non-stop
2: those are uh, brutal days man
4: yeah oh they were very i'm like man this <laughs> is so much different than hunting white tail in florida like you go and sit out three hours and once it gets hot, you know, you're, you're done until later that afternoon. Mm-hmm. But uh we, we actually talked to the Eichler family at Full Draw Outfitters. Sure. And oh. they're allowing us to do antelope hunt and elk hunt and bear hunt on their ranch. Oh, very cool. And uh, so I went for my first day uh, on, on their ranch two days ago. And right at sunup, I looked up and I saw this antelope. And... You know, as the morning went on, about five minutes later, there's about 30 heads about 200 yards away from me. So at that moment, I'm already pumped up because that's the most antelope I've seen, and that's not one of the closest that they've been to me. But uh, we, we saw this one, and I was looking out through the binoculars, and he had a little sticker going off the left side of his horn, his, his mm-hmm. antler. And we uh, I mean, had that's a, that's a cool, cool-looking antelope, yeah. and we started walking our way. And he got about 60 yards, stopped, looked at the watering hole. And all the does were right there with him. And he just walked away. Didn't come in the watering hole. (laughs) I'm like, well, well, that's nothing new. (laughs) I have been dealing with that (laughs) all week. Mm -hmm. But uh, as the day went on, uh, we started seeing a little bit more envelope. Went on a dry spell for about six hours without seeing anything. And about two hours before dark. Uh, I saw him again and he was coming out the same place that he was the same morning. But this time he only had one bear with him and she was coming in and she stopped at 60 yards again. And he would not come closer than a hundred yards this time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I'm not even So, when I worried him. Like, I got plenty of time to hunt. So we packed up at dark and just snuck out of there. Well, then, yesterday morning uh, we went back to the same exact spot and we did right at daybreak I saw him by himself and he was sitting on top of this uh, dirt mound and there was a red so like a pink and red guy right at sunup and it was it was really amazing wow. to see him because there was like a silhouette of him and you can see his antlers perfectly mm-hmm. in the background where it was you know red and pink guy and it was about a picture-perfect moment. Well, Beautiful. he came down and started walking right towards us and got right to the edge of the water on the opposite side of the little pond. And it was about 70 yards. And he stopped, looked at the water, and turned and walked away again. I'm like, man, I'm like, what, is, what is going on? And I checked the wind. The wind was good. Mm-hmm. So we sat for about another hour. And all of a sudden, 12 does uh, just sprinted up behind us and got within 20 yards of us and started drinking. And I saw all 12 of them come in. I'm like, man, one of them has got to be a buck. We looked, and there were no bucks at all in this little group of them. I'm like, well, I'm like, it was about 8 o'clock in the morning. So I'm like, no, I'm like they could he could be out in the field just watching and making sure everything's all right.
3: And right. I,
4: I looked up. And where RJ was sitting the previous day, there he was about 40 yards from the spot that he was sitting. And I was kind of gazing, like, man, that figures. My RJ switches spots, and the big buck was 40 <laughs> yards from him, where, where he was sitting the first day. And I looked again, and a doe was laying down. And she popped up, and I didn't really pay no attention to him because they were still about seven, eight hundred yards away. And then. All of a sudden, the Joe walked up to the watering tank where RJ was hunting, didn't get a drink or anything, and just stared it down for about 15 minutes without moving.
2: Just stared down she the blind yelling. or stared down the water or what?
4: Yeah, just looking at the, the empty blind in the watering
2: hole oh, okay. staring at it. Oh.
4: And then she, she turned and started walking our way. And it took her about 30 minutes to get, get within 40 yards of us. And then she did the exact same thing. She would look at the blind and look back at the water for about 15 minutes. And the buck was still back at the opposite blind. Well, all of a sudden, he wanted to catch up to her and just sprinted all the way to her. So now the buck was about 40 yards. And then she decided just to come on in. So she was at 20 yards. And then I saw the buck was falling right again. So I got everything ready. And I'm like, wow, this this is actually it. This is going to be the moment. And the buck ended up walking on the opposite side of the doe.
3: Now oh, I had the no. doe
4: between me and the buck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm like, that, that figures. I'm like, this is the closest I've been to one, and I ain't going to be able to get a shot. And then all of a sudden, he started walking out in the water, and she backed up a little bit, and Perfect. I had a clear shot right behind his shoulder. Oh, man. So I, I drew back, and I, I figured he might duck a little bit, so I aimed a little low. hmm. And when I shot, the arrow went perfect, right where I wanted it, and just folded them over. And that was good. Nice. It. Awesome. That's awesome.
2: So That's I was,
3: awesome.
4: I was, I was really pumped up. I was freaking out. Cause <laughs> cause that, was, that was the first one that i have seen that close. That's the first one I got the harvest. And it was amazing. But on, on the camera angle, it, it looks like I shot over the top of the doe.
3: Mm-hmm. The thing oh, yeah. the camera
4: was at, But, uh i told everyone you know that wasn't the case because i was at a different angle and mm-hmm. i had a clear shot at him and I, I would never shoot over another deer because so much True. could go wrong mm-hmm. in a split second so i made sure i had a clear shot but, so uh, did you have yeah, it was, were you guys uh, videoing yourselves
2: amazing. you're each videoing video in your own hunt is that right
4: actually my dad was videoing me and then we actually have our uh good friend keenan he's our he's our steel producer and he was filming RJ. Yeah, okay. He was one of my buddies from high school, actually. <laughs> oh, fun.
2: That's awesome. So oh, cool. But those are, it's always exciting when it comes together like that, especially if they kind of play cat and mouse with you for days and you're thinking, oh, they're not going to come in, it's not going to work out. And then you finally get yeah, the yeah. opportunity, it's so like an adrenaline rush when it's finally happening. Mm-hmm. That's so cool.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah, and the, we we both added up our hours. And I had over 50 hours in a blind. And RJ's put, he's put somewhere near 70 now because he had it all day today.
3: Dang, but that's like we've been,
4: torture. It, it's been hot. It's been a night. It. But it's, uh, it's been crazy. But it it was honestly worth it. Mm.
2: That's great. Well, Jennifer just, we just spent five days trying to get a coos deer. Yeah. And those blinds are like 30 degrees hotter than it is outside the blind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like sitting in the yeah. oven. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we spent over 40 hours in the blind over the past two weekends. It was a blast. I loved it. Definitely would recommend. 10 out of 10. Um, <laughs> it was torture. Although, my well, dad... tell him what we saw. Oh, nothing. We saw nothing. Not a doe. Not, I was hunting coos deer. Not a doe, not a bug. I think, oh. actually don't know. No, we saw a squirrel. Two foxes. And then a couple birds.
2: Yeah, it was brutal. Oh. It was not brutal. Oh, and it was like 100 degrees, 99 degrees outside. So, inside the blind, it was... Easily oh. over one hundred twenty. Oh. Oh. So, yeah.
4: it's not fun. I'm gonna I'm okay. be complaining about our hunt. Y'all had it thirty degrees worse than we did in that blind.
0: Yeah, it was hot, but thankfully my dad was in there with me, so I got to take a nap for most of the morning.
2: Yeah, and when Jennifer says nap, she means a solid six hours of oh, sleep. Oh yeah, we get in the blind at like
0: five <laughs> thirty-six in the morning, and I'd sleep till like. Well, oh, the first morning it was only till like eight, but then the rest of them it was like eleven. So it's like a five-hour <laughs> nap.
2: Yeah, one of the blinds that we had, one of the blinds we had set up was on a was on a decline, so you weren't sitting flat, and you know to sit in there for 13 hours and have your legs sort of locked out in front of you, otherwise you fall forward in your chair. It's it's a wonderful yeah. experience, and it's nice the deer don't interrupt that experience. <laughs> you can just enjoy it all by yourselves. <laughs> yeah, It's tremendous.
0: They really left us at peace. You know, <laughs> we started seeing things. My dad and I thought this squirrel was a deer coming in. Because it was moving just a little bit, and we we're like, oh, it's a deer, and then it was a squirrel. I'm like, okay. It was behind a
2: tree, and it looked like it might have been a, a deer flicking its ear, but no. Yeah.
0: no, it wasn't. It was really
4: sad. And then yeah, they're like, starting to watch you to squirrel instead. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, so how many more days are you going to be hunting, RJ, for antelope?
4: Uh, I'm probably calling it off today, just because elk season just opened on Saturday. Oh. I got out one, two days, I think, this week. I'm kinda of more towards an elk right now than I am an antelope. Yeah. Kind of got aggravated antelope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's yeah. I leave Saturday to go out to actually Wyoming with my parents.
3: Oh, and cool. we're
4: gonna go for some a mule deer out there. In case I'm not going there unfortunately. But uh I'm gonna try to hopefully get an elk down before we leave at least.
2: Awesome. And are but, you yeah. are there are there elk on the same ranch where the antelope are? Where yes, you're in Colorado? And are they uh, yeah, bugling down. at all or anything?
4: Uh, I haven't heard actually a case that they heard them. This yeah, we, Dad and I both, uh, they were at the top of one of the mountains today, and we heard about three or four of them just
3: screaming
4: at each other, which right now is still a little bit early mm-hmm. for them to be in rut. Uh, about the end of September is when they're going to be rutting here.
3: Mm-hmm. But
4: that was the first you know oak bugle that I've heard, and it was, it was really cool to listen to. And Dad said, uh, he said, those bugles are nothing He said, once the rut comes around He said, the woods are just non-stop Yeah, you know, it's beagles. crazy
2: So you've never hunted um, Elk before, Case?
4: No, sir uh, This is actually my first elk hunt My first antelope hunt uh, This is actually the first time I got to see a mule deer To be honest with you well, there's, cool. there's been a bunch of firsts on this trip
3: Awesome That's cool
0: Yeah, I went on my first Found, I've hunted elk like in November, but I went on my first elk hunt in the rut last year. And when you hear them go crazy bugling, it's a whole different experience. Because I had people telling me that, that some of their favorite hunts, and they've been on so many hunts. Like, my dad's favorite hunt is elk in the rut. And it's like, we would go to sleep, and you, they just are nonstop, all night long, like all morning. They're, it's crazy. It's awesome, That's though. awesome. Yeah, there's nothing like it.
2: Yeah, Jennifer got a nice bull last year in Arizona. It was a drought year, but... What was your bull? It was like three forty, mm-hmm. right? Three hundred forty-inch yeah. bull. Wow! She got it. It was
0: wider than yours. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was like yeah, forty-five
2: inches wide, mm-hmm. and that was during the archery season. She got it with a crossbow, um, Thanks. in Arizona. She made a great shot at fifty yards on it, and yeah. it was and awesome.
4: Congratulations!
0: Thank you. Yeah, I didn't take a nap in the blind true. that time.
2: That's right. She was awake like <laughs> all three hours in the blind. It was unbelievable.
3: Wow!
2: Well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you guys will be jealous because she and. Her mom both have mm-hmm. early rifle bull tags here in Arizona this year, so first week of October, and it should be a phenomenal antler year. We had such good moisture over the winter and in the spring this year that the bulls are big and healthy, and they're going to be some giants. So, awesome. yeah, good so. Luck.
3: thank you. Yeah, yeah I'm thanks. excited. Keep us How you? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, for I'll sure. Let you
0: know. For uh, sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so you guys have both graduated high school, right?
4: Yes, ma'am. Okay,
0: fun time. And I'm assuming, are you guys going to college or no?
4: Uh, I'm taking a year off, and I'll be doing online courses fun. for just, like, small business, entrepreneurship, just different things of that sort. I'm not sure exactly what yet, but uh, then I'll just be, hopefully, be able to do that on the road while we're doing stuff, and then in case. In case, uh,
2: what are you doing? I, I know you wanted to go in the military, and I've heard some of the story, and you know, hopefully that still works out for you, bud, and I uh, won't get into details, but I, you're... You're a phenomenal guy. You're a heck of a shot. You'd be an asset to the military. But while that's on hold for a little while, what are you looking to do?
4: Uh, actually, I was doing the, uh, my medical. Um, I'm not I'm not going to college, but I'm actually doing, keeping up with my TCCC like my training and everything and my ELS with a, a group called D-Day Response Group. And I, I got into that. We actually had a guy pass away on a ranch while hog hunting. Oh. oh, wow. And... uh we actually got the whole ranch together and got linked up with this group and they taught us the emergency lifesaver course and then I really started, you know, to get into it and then they invited me to their T Triple C which is a combat medic course. Mm-hmm. So I've I've been like full on in a medic right now. Cool. So I'm That's learning simple. about all that. it's, it's
3: awesome. Dang, that's
2: well, if good. you ever want to come out to Arizona and watch some suturing stuff, you know that's what I just do—skin cancer surgery and then uh, facial reconstructive work after the cancers are out. You'd be welcome to come out and watch some of the stuff I do oh, and some of the stuff awesome. the plastic surgeons do, and at my office and learn some suturing techniques. It could be a pretty cool experience for you.
3: That would, that would be awesome. I appreciate that. Thank
2: you. You bet. Jennifer will let you operate on her. Hey. We you know do a couple <laughs> lacerations. You can practice sewing them up. What, Jen? That's not nice. He offered to give you an alligator tag if you're having trouble. The least That's you could do is let him I'm sew sorry. up some lacerations <laughs> on <laughs> your arm.
0: I don't have any lacerations uh, on my not arm.
3: Not yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: no, but then my dad, we like. Got, sorry, go ahead.
3: No, you go ahead. You
0: go ahead. Oh, I was just going to tell a story about my dad. Like, he does training for his employees every year um ACLS. acls yeah and then my brother which and is I, advanced cardiac life support yeah my brother and i would go every once in a while and we do it and then one time my first time i went there we were doing it and right as we were learning about choking i choked on a cookie and i thought oh. that was a funny story and i thought i mentioned it it was funny see it would have be been nice to let somebody
2: like cry you or intubate you or something that would have been really nice for the training of other people
0: well i inhaled it but then it's okay because it got out of my system and then the guy looked at me and he was like really done and i was like i'm sorry it was, a, it was a real Unbelievable. Time. But it was pretty funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, Case, what were you going to say before she had to choke yeah. herself something You, you really should have
0: gone. You shouldn't have let me talk.
4: <laughs> no, I was, I, was, I was switching back to the alligator hunting again. Uh, Y'all know Sage, my older brother. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he actually drew the same tag that I drew this year and he hooked on to a uh, big alligator with my dad's treble hook with that big old anchor rope he had on it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I guess the, the gator took him to a culvert or something oh. and then Ooh. it snapped the The culvert cut the, the rope mm. in half and Sage ended up losing the, the gator. Uh, got got the hook back because, uh, you know, the big trouble hooks don't sink in real well.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, so the hook popped out because Sage went down and was feeling down the culvert Uh-oh. and the hook got hung on the culvert and popped out of the alligator
3: Yeah, and
4: then cut the rope and the rope was all messed up. So uh, they went and bought another rope and tied it on. Well, ended up getting the wrong rope. And uh, it was one of those ropes where they don't, it's not like any elastic, so it doesn't give at all. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, he didn't tell my dad and I about that. And when we were home with the Wind Warriors, uh, one of the Warriors shot a giant alligator. And uh, dad was like, you know what, you I'll let you throw the hook this time since you haven't done it a lot. So I was like, really ecstatic that I actually got to do dad's job for once.
3: <laughs>
4: and uh, I, I threw it in. Dad's like, "Now when you feel them, he's like, you've really got set into it." I'm like, "Okay." Well, I've done it a couple times before. i like the six or seven footers, and you know, whenever I like set the hook in on them, you know that that rope will catch a little bit, and you'll be able to fight them off better. Mm-hmm. Well, I hooked them in with one alligator, and I gave it everything I had. That gator took off the canal and yanked me in the canal with him.
2: Oh no! Oh,
4: one of the, one of the warriors was filming it the whole time, and the guy who <laughs> shot the gator held out held out his arm to try and stop me. Okay. And when he grabbed onto me, the gator took me and him both in the canal yeah. with him.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh!
4: And, yeah, I, I didn't know how big the alligator was so we actually got it up. But uh, after fighting it about another thirty minutes, saw finally got it killed, and uh, ended up being like 11 sick
2: Wow, so, that's a giant!
4: Oh my god! Like no wonder. I was, I was trying everything I had to fight back with it, but he was just spanking my butt the whole time. Dang.
2: So how did you get back in the boat um, holding onto the rope? Did you, have, did you get to I, the side? Uh, we
4: were actually heading off the, uh, off the levee, so we were on the bank. Okay. So uh, we, we didn't take the boat out that time. So what we did was we snuck up to it on the road, and then he shot it and rolled it. And we thought that it was dead because we saw it wave pulled a bullet grazed the top of his head and just knocked
3: him
4: out. Mm-hmm. So I really wasn't expecting a fight whenever I, you know, hooked into him. But, uh, yeah, he, he yanked me and uh, one of the warriors right off in the canal with him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's awesome. I'd like to see that video. Mm-hmm. You'll have to make sure you put I'll it in I'd your show.
3: I'll see if I have it on this phone. <laughs> That's so funny.
4: My, uh, the whole phone got kind of damaged in that one. So. Oh my bad.
2: Oh yeah, bad. Crazy
0: times. Alright, um, well, well, we're kind of going back and forth from stories to the show, but it's fun. Um, so for the show, um, like, where is it gonna air, and how can people watch it, and like, when will it air?
2: Well, they're still pitching well, it to networks. So oh. still creating to well, put like, a package are, okay. So. See, one of us listens yeah, well, on this podcast so to well, the guests. I was okay. Hey, the-
0: you know what? You don't need to be so mean about it. Dad. <laughs> is it or so? Are you guys planning to air it on like actual TV or like YouTube and stuff?
4: Yes, Matt, we're, we're trying to go to a couple of different networks right now. We're going to finish up our pilot and send that in. And then as soon as we find out, we're going to let everybody else find out. If you want to keep up for, for anybody out there, all of our social medias are at RC moving forward. So, that's it's, we have an Instagram, we have Facebook we're we'll we to be making a YouTube and a Twitter soon. And, uh, not only just to keep up on where it's going to be at, because we're, we're going to try to go on TV. Hopefully that works out. But, uh,
2: yeah awesome and we'll put all that in our show notes too mm-hmm. guys your social yeah. media and all Thank those you. all those things so people can find you guys. That's exciting. I know your dad's really excited about this because you know it really is it's not just gonna be about hunting and fishing and as as he says it hopefully will transcend you know the outdoor channel type venues to maybe something where all the kids that are you know transitioning from high school to Adulthood and independence can look at you guys and go, "Okay, here's some yeah. guys that are just looking how to figure out how to get things done." Because just like Jennifer doesn't know anything wow. at this point ever. Mean. Oh, sorry, Jennifer. That was so <laughs> mean. But she, but she's they learned some stuff there. from uh, from some of the guests she's had on her podcast, and mm-hmm. I think that's a great way. What's your plan usually when you go to visit somebody? How much time are you planning to spend with them as they mentor you in something?
4: That'll, that'll mostly depend on what it is. Normally, we'd like to have at least three or four days just for so we can get footage and
2: mm-hmm. sit down
4: with whoever's going to be. Because whenever we go somewhere, it's, it's more or less we want to learn straight from the mentor or the a, a single uh, professional. Right. So they can really just go in that between everything that they're doing. We can't. Get, I mean, there's going to be some people they don't want to give away all their secrets, but that's why you kind of go out to these different mentors and meet them in person. Sure. We're gonna do the best we can to make sure everybody knows exactly what's going on and how to do it how to be safe specifically
2: mm-hmm.
3: and
4: just how to be legal. But we don't it's we don't wanna just not only get like the younger generation, but even the older generation. Sure. The so yeah. hopefully they'll, they'll listen to our mentors where we can hopefully attract some of the younger generation. But uh, our our biggest goal is just to hopefully get three to four days out of a show or out of a out of a trip to get enough footage, to get enough information and knowledge from these mentors, professionals, to be able to make a complete show out of it and really teach the audience what they want to learn.
2: Yeah, cool. I think, awesome. it's a, I think that's a great idea. I think the premise is really innovative and exciting. I think that um, I think it's got a lot of potential appeal. And how much experience do you have, RJ, with editing the video and stuff? You've probably been involved with your mom and dad with their show in the past, and are you doing much of your own production stuff?
4: Uh, not quite. I'm still me, my field producer Keenan and even Case now. We're all starting to slowly get into it more and more. We'd like to be able to really know every bit and background to our software that we use. Mm -hmm. So we can make our own shows, so we can do like little fixes and whatever it is. But at the same time, we also have a really good field, or we also have a really good office crew, Mm -hmm. which is actually, it's under our Choice Media Incorporated. Right. that so stuff from my mom and dad does the same stuff for us at this point in time.
2: I would say that could be an interesting episode um, of your show as well to learn your dad teaching you those skills or someone from his production company teaching you because there are a lot of people <laughs> yeah. that are.
4: you think my dad will teach me the stuff about computers? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm sure he knows a lot about the, the video editing and all that stuff. And Maybe
4: the people who edit it can teach oh, you. Well, no. <laughs> no, he, he could go back to old VHS and cut them them not <laughs> the newer stuff that's not his that's not his main suit
0: yeah I mean you're talking about you sp- go
4: outdoors you ask him an archer that's, that's his stuff yeah anything mm-hmm. else
2: ask my mom <laughs> <laughs> cool
0: yeah well you're talking about the older and the younger generations well I'm younger and my dad's older so there you go you know he's pretty old he turns I don't even know how old but his birthday is tomorrow and he's going to be even older tomorrow so there's that
2: it's what happens with birthdays Jen you get older each one the goal is to you know, you actually get, get as older as by you
0: day by day by day, but then on your birthday, it's just that's like the, the year. But Fun you think your body
2: resets every seven years, so that's you got some true. serious issues.
0: Okay, I have many shows that will back up my claim.
2: The cells can regenerate, but your body doesn't reset. If that's okay, what happened, it still winds up resetting. as an infant every seven years. I didn't it's say like that. that's Zone what episode.
0: Impractical Jokers said.
2: Oh boy.
0: I am just quoting other TV shows. We don't need to talk about it. So, we
2: else are also going to ask our fine guests? They're tired, they got to get up early tomorrow I don't know. to go hunting.
0: You're roasting me oh, on no everything worries. that I have to say. So, like, am I even worthy to ask a question?
2: Of course you are. It's your podcast.
0: Oh, that was nice. Yes. Good thing it's documented. Okay. Well, that's kind of like all the questions I have. But do you guys have anything else that we didn't talk about that you kind of want to mention about your show
4: instead? Uh, not, not that I know. I mean, you guys have some pretty dang
2: good questions. Oh,
0: but thank uh, you. <laughs> I came up with the questions. <laughs>
3: well.
2: Well, we look forward to meeting you, RJ, one of these days, um, either yeah, at yeah. one of the shows yeah. or or at um, or down in Florida, one of those deals. Mm-hmm. Do you, You're not going to the Wounded Warrior Alligator thing, are you, in October?
4: Unfortunately, not this year, no, but uh, hopefully I'll be doing more again next year, if, if, I'll, if I'm able to.
2: Cool.
0: Awesome. All right.
2: Very good. Well, I'm, I'm, we'll see Case down there, right? you will be down there for that for sure.
0: Yes, sir, I will. All right, sick.
2: Awesome. Well, you guys are always welcome to go here to Arizona and sit in the blind. Uh, If you'd like, we can arrange that for you. We can find an unshaded spot in the summer. It's just phenomenal.
0: And if you want to experience what my dad and I experienced, (laughs) we can just face you against the wall and you'll see the same amount of animals that we did. So it's basically the same. Like We came back and my dad's like, how bad is it that we could have just sat at home in the bathroom and stared at a wall? 40 hours, and it would have been the same thing as what we just
4: did.
2: It's <laughs> yeah. uh,
4: not the same thing. It's all about the adventuring experience.
2: True. Uh, what what a positive outlook. I, I just told her that after the second day, we were hunting woolly mammoths. We'd <laughs> seen as many of those as we'd, <laughs> as we'd seen Coos deer. So. That's true. But, uh, <laughs> but Jennifer gets a chance at one in October this year with a rifle, so yeah. she's got a good chance to do that. And then she needs a Coos deer and a mountain lion in er- to get the Arizona Big Ten. So, man, uh, yeah, Mm. and pretty sure she'll be the youngest person ever to do it if she does it within the next year. So,
4: best of luck to you. That's awesome. Thank
0: you. Yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully, I can get it done. Very much so. Yeah. Good
3: luck. Thanks. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Incredible. Thank you, and good luck to you guys on your hunt. Uh, And congrats, case on your antelope. That was really awesome.
2: Yeah, send us a picture.
0: Thank
2: you. Yeah. Well, say hi to your dad, and um, say hi to uh, Ralph and Vicky, RJ to you and um look yeah. forward to, to okay. hearing how you guys go so we'll definitely yeah. post all your stuff and stay in touch and help you guys get the word out about your 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 expeditions and your episodes as they get accomplished yeah
4: thank you guys thank you very much yeah, Let's know so we can promote you guys too
0: oh yeah thank you um yeah so i will link their instagram and other social medias in the show notes um, but thank you guys for taking your time to come talk to us, especially because you have to get up early and hunt and you've been hunting all day. So thank uh, no you worries. for no coming to talk you to can. us.
4: Yeah, well, thank you for uh, inviting us on. We appreciate it.
0: Yeah, of course. And good luck to you guys on your show. I hope it does well. It sounds really awesome, and I can't wait to see it. Well,
2: thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. Excellent. Thank you guys very much, and good luck.
4: I appreciate you, it. you guys too. Have a good
0: one. Thanks, you too. All right. So it was awesome hearing, telling stories with them. It was really fun. Um, and it's cool because like, they're around my age and so hearing what they're planning to do is really awesome so good luck to them uh, it sounds really awesome and I think it's going to do really well So. Um, I
2: think they'll have a lot of fun together it's neat having good friends that have grown up together be able to take on adventures they're mm-hmm. going to do and learn at the same time And I'm sure it'll be very entertaining
0: yeah so I will like I said I will link their, all their social medias and below so please go on follow them and keep up with uh, when the, they will release it and where they will release it um, and thank you guys for listening and if you can please leave a review and comment or contact me on social media anyway um, I'd love to hear from you guys if you have any um, like recommendations anything you want to tell me I would love to hear from you guys anything that you want me to talk about um, would love to hear from you guys uh, so thank you for joining and thank you for listening because, you know, life is short and so am I. And I'm just trying to make the most out of every day. And I hope that you guys do too. I hope you all have a great journey and you make it an epic one.
1: Well, you better know the bottom if you want to be a climber. Because there's always another one a little bit higher. Just when I think I'm finally done, I'm staring at another one. So I reach down deep and I lace them up tighter It was only a mountain Nothing but a big old rock Only a mountain It ain't hard if you don't stop It just took a little step A right then a left then a couple million more